here's a message from Ken Lavica. And that'll do it. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended after a half century. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. We have to have a serious conversation now about Giannis Antetokounmpo. It's gotten to that point. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. All right, I admit it. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was really, really wrong. Ignore everything I said earlier in the NBA playoffs about Giannis Antetokounmpo because... Well, the guy just flat-out rules. He is just flat-out dominant, and now he's an NBA champion. And I have some atoning to do. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. We're on a field trip today. Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. It is where, I tell you all the time, I brought my Kia K5 GT. It's where you should get your Kia as well. Military Trail in West Palm Beach, just a half mile south of PBI. You can't miss it, and we are really glad to be out here. I say we because... While Coquel is in Charlotte for ACC Media Days, Theo Dorsey coming to hang out. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and he has a Giannis Bucks championship rally towel in tow as well. Bucks and six, fear the deer. And you know what? I want to say, first off, there's no better place to be. You know, while Coquel left us for Charlotte, I'm like, bring me the Greenwick Kia. I got my Bucks and six, fear the deer towel. And and you were wrong about Giannis. Uh-huh. Today I get to gloat. You are gloating, and you're you're glowing. You are. <laughs> the other day when I saw you uh, receive that towel, I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> and now all he's doing is shoving it in my face here. So the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. I want everybody to, for a moment, just let that sink in. The Milwaukee Bucks, and as we were discussing yesterday, uh, the, the, the team that for my entire life was irrelevant, mm. like you would forget they're in the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. I still am having a hard time wrapping my mind around that, but I want to make it abundantly clear they're the deserved NBA champions as well. Yeah, kill all of the noise of, oh, this NBA playoffs, was it, it has an asterisk, the injuries. I mean, did we not forget? Ken, we talked about this before the show. Just two weeks ago, maybe not even if even, he hyperextended his knee. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nearly broke his leg in half. The guy that just dropped 50 with 14 rebounds, five blocks, nearly snapped his leg. We thought his season was over. We thought he wouldn't play next NBA season. Then he trots into the finals, (laughs) averages 35-plus with 14 boards, gets five blocks in the closer. I mean, this guy here. He's one of the greats right now. He he is. And he's also historically great. And this is the same guy who earlier in the postseason I was crushing for relying on doing anything outside of 15 feet. He wasn't being aggressive enough. He was being reckless. He was not actually helping his team that if the Bucks were going to go far, Chris Middleton was actually going to be the one that was going to have to step up. Like, I disrespected Giannis over <laughs> and over and over and over again. And I'm one of those that thought the Bucks were done when he hyperextends the knee against Atlanta. Mm. And then, like, four days later, he's out there game one against the Suns, 
in the NBA Finals and proceeds to go 42 and 12, 41 and 13 in games two and three, mm. and then puts up a 50 point performance My God. in the closeout last night. I mean, this is, we're talking an all time great big man performance, the likes of what we've only seen from Shaq. Yeah. in the NBA Finals. He is the first player to score 50 in a closeout game in the Finals since 1958. Like, that was like peach baskets are still being <laughs> used then. And this is where Giannis Antetokounmpo, the guy who I said was not ever going to be an elite player because this isn't a big man game, became maybe the most elite big man at least in a finals, that we've ever seen. I don't understand how this happened. He literally – the main thing that no, I noticed, because I have been watching him in the Bucks kind of closely since about 2016 when I saw him rise up, he has always tried to be LeBron. He's tried to be Kobe. He's tried to have that perimeter-centric game about him. I think one thing clicked. He flipped the switch in these playoffs somewhere there around game five of that net series where he said, you know what, I'm Shaq. Yeah. I'm dunking everything. And he's getting to the line. He's not afraid to take free throws. He misses a lot, but last night. He was 17 and 19 from the line was, last night. That might have been. I, him scoring 50 points, it surprised me a little bit. Not so much. Him getting the 14 boards, the five yeah. blocks, all of that was nice. Him going 17 for 19. Who the hell is he, Jeff Hornacek? <laughs> like, how, how did any of that happen? Uh, it, it, there, is, there is no doubt that I've got to own this today. Like Giannis Antetokounmpo made me eat my words. I, in a top 50 radio market, over and over again, and Coquel will attest, people that listen regularly will attest, like I was flat out trashing Giannis. I didn't think the Bucks were going to get past Atlanta. I didn't think the Bucks were going to get past Brooklyn, even with all of those injuries. Mm. Yet here they are, and they're champions. Giannis and Tenacupo made me eat my words. But this isn't the first time that's happened to me, and I know that some of you don't act like you're high and mighty. Some of you are in the same boat as me when it comes to a player that made you eat your words. Giannis made me do it to a point where I'm about ready to start having a top-five discussion Mm. about him. Not all-time big men, but like current NBA. Is he a top-five player in the current NBA? But who's a player that made you eat your words? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can always tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. Who's a player that made you eat your words? Because Giannis, like that's an all-timer. That is an absolute all-timer to a point where... Uh, you've got to at least have him in the discussion now when you're ranking players in the NBA. And I know we do that a lot with sports yeah. talk. Right? We overdo like, it. This is- thing. We definitely <laughs> overdo it. I don't know if you saw ESPN.com did NFL power rankings for the next three years. Like yeah. That's what we do. We make lists. But right now, like, isn't he as valuable, uh, valuable as a Damian Lillard? Like, Isn't he as valuable as names like that in the NBA? I would have to say I mean, he's a two-time MVP. He is a defensive player of the year. He's a finals MVP and NBA champion. I would have to say top five might be cutting him short. It might be, is he top three? Yeah. Is it LeBron, Durant, yeah, Giannis? Can, can you mention him in the same breath now as LeBron? I, I was struggling with that, but you put it that way, and it doesn't seem silly. Like yeah. It doesn't seem off the mark. Aged LeBron and just entering his prime Giannis, and that's a credit to LeBron. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But LeBron has always stood alone. I, I honestly, you're right. Like, is it Durant, LeBron, Giannis? And everything I thought I knew about the NBA gets turned on its head as well because I am one of those who says the NBA 
is a guards game mm. or the NBA is a perimeter wing game. It's not a big man's game. Hasn't been a big man's game for an awful long time, except there's this one guy who 41, 42, 32 and 9, 50 and 14 oh in the closeout. I mean, those are <laughs> epic numbers. Wings aren't doing that. Yeah. Perimeter players aren't doing that. And he in the modern day NBA decided that he was going to camp out 10 feet and in and dominate yeah. and plaster people. And I don't know how he did it in the modern-day NBA, but he did it. Like he, He's elite. He's absolutely elite. And one of the top three, maybe, elite players. He made me eat my words without question. No bones about it. He decided. He decided. Big Sean has this album called I Decided. That's what I look at in this. He just mm-hmm. decided. He was like, you know what? I, I'm going to be bigger. I'm going to be stronger. When you put Aiden in front of me, I'm going to be quicker. If you put anybody else on me, I'm going to out-muscle them. And he just got to the goal at a point. He was like Mike Tyson in Mike Tyson Punch-Out. Yeah. He was like Bo Jackson in Tecmo Bowl. Like, stop me. Yeah, like, try. Line up. Yeah. Try me. And they did. And he went to the free throw line and went 17 for 19. And you could argue he probably should have took 30 free throws. Probably. The way they were hitting him in that game. But we, we have not seen as dominant a big men since Shaq. Literally, literally. Like it, Dwight Howard had his moment. Dwight Howard was never this. Mm-mm. Dwight Howard was never, ever this. I, I mean, I, I think when you're talking about teams that won a title with the big man is their, their top player, the most dominant big man, it gets almost the Rockets with Hakeem. Yeah. Where you just had some guys on the perimeter. And I know Chris Middleton's good, and he's never going to get his due. Uh, Drew Holiday is good. I know that. But they're, they're not like all-world. Uh, Giannis was able to, to pull this team into a spot where they could win a championship. And part of it is, like, there's a lore now around him. He almost snapped his leg right. in half. <laughs> that was more gruesome than anything I've ever seen on a football field where you have that turn injury, a torn mm-hmm. ACL. Like Him hyperextend, uh, hyperextending that leg was terrorizing. Man. And he comes back, and now he's a champion. It's absolutely wild. It went from Devin Booker being my, now I'm sold on this guy. I used to think he was petulant, just a child. He's complaining about being double teamed in scrimmages. Like he was that guy. And then all playoffs, I watch him. I'm like, that guy's ruthless. That guy's a killer. But in one single playoff series, Giannis just lapped Devin Booker. I've never seen anything like this. It was incredible. Devin Booker last night, 22 shots, 19 points. And everybody cries about skill. Giannis isn't skilled enough. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, these are guys that show you how to do the art of basketball. It's like, well, if that's art of basketball, give me whatever Giannis is. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> give me whatever that is Absolutely. because that wins championships. Who is a player that made you eat your words? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. It could also be a coach as well. But who's a player or coach that made you eat your words? Because another name comes to mind and this goes back to my time covering the Dolphins many years ago Uh, but when the Dolphins uh, signed Reggie Bush I killed it I I, and I was I was writing on ESPNWestPalm.com at the time daily beat writer for the Dolphins and I wrote an entire column about how he was going to bring this Hollywood mindset to the Dolphins locker room there was no need to do this Uh, he's not going to help in any way the best years of his career were past him he's realized his potential of course I had to mention the Kardashians that whole thing (laughs) and he came in and he was a damn pro. Mm. He was a pro. He was an 1,000-yard rusher. He didn't get hurt. He's bowling people over. He's fighting for extra yards. His two years with the Dolphins were as, as like, 
I mean, as honorable as I've seen in the NFL. I was totally sold on that guy to a point, and I've told this story before, where uh, the final day of his final season, I walked up to him in the locker room and flat out apologized to him face-to-face. That's how big an impact he made on me. Reggie Bush with the Dolphins completely changed my perspective on him, the type of player he was, his mindset, and his approach to the game. It wasn't about... TMZ. It wasn't about Kim K. Mm. It was about playing football. And I don't know if that came later in his career, but you get to that point for a reason. He was just flat out good. Yeah, and so physical, right? We had totally. never seen I that. Didn't see it. I thought he was shifty <laughs> and running past people. He was bowling people over with the Ridiculous. Dolphins. Who's, who's someone that you were initially a hater of, and then you came back and you're like, I, I appreciate that guy. You know who it was, and this is going to sound crazy right now, but Kobe Bryant. And, and not, in the way, not in the way that people would think. Like, obviously, I, I had an established respect for what his greatness was. But I was a huge Shaq fan growing up. And I was always riding the train of, it's all about Shaq. Kobe can't do it without diesel, me. Yeah. All about the diesel. Three finals MVPs, all of that. And I had this somewhat resentment that Kobe, I felt Kobe was the reason that kind of broke up. And, you know, I was on Shaq's side of that. That's what made me become a Miami Heat fan. That's the backstory to that. So, pushing it forward now. I'm thinking, like, there's no way Kobe's winning the ring without Shaq. Kobe's demanding trades. He's dropping 81 points on losing teams. Like, I mean, they won the game, but the yeah. team wasn't very good. Yeah. Sorry, Jalen th- Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I always got to get a quick stab at uh-huh. Jalen Rose. So I'm thinking Kobe is – I really thought it was done. And then when 09 and 2010 happened, of course he had help. Ryan Artest offensive rebound, um, some timely shots from role players. But Kobe really did carry that team to a title, back-to-back years, and – you know, there's a lot of people, there's naysayers that might say, oh, the, the uh, Kevin Garnett injury led to that or other Get things. that you stuff got, out of there. you got to win the ship, yeah. right? you got to yeah. still go Everybody out there Everybody is play. on the same playing field yeah. going through potentially the same injuries. Yeah, and, when, and that was really the latter end of Kobe's career is when he really earned my true just reverence. I had respect for him, and then I gained reverence for him because I'm like, yo, this dude, like, he, he really did it. He really did what I thought he wouldn't do. I had rolled him off. He won't win a championship again. And he, I'm with you. Like I had a similar trajectory with Kobe, where yeah. initially, and partly because he's brash and he's so yeah. young, and he's like, like I, I was like, who's that dude that w- went to prime with Moesha? Like, what's he going to do? What's he going <laughs> to do in the NBA? And and then I, I began to appreciate him uh, as he got older. I'm right there with you. Which player made you eat your words? I am feasting on my words over Giannis and Tenacupo. That guy, and I think the more and more I think about it, I'm running it through my head. Theo's right. I think he's in the same breath as KD and LeBron now. And maybe I'm just living in the moment. Mm. Uh, Maybe it's recency bias. But how can you argue with three games over 40 points for a big man in this NBA? How can you overlook that? But who's a player that made you eat your words? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm, the Milwaukee freaking Bucks, our NBA champions. Let's go to John in Port St. Lucie. John, you're on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Go ahead, buddy. I've got a, I'm sure I'm with a lot of other people. For the last four years, I've had to eat the crow. Mr. Tom Brady, yep. I've got to give it to mm. him. Yep. 
And is it so? Let me ask you though: Is it Tom Brady and his play on the field, or is it Tom Brady the personality, like the guy who was all coach speak and really pretty, and you wanted to see a defensive end blow his face up, and he never <laughs> said anything in post game press conferences, or is it now uh, the Tom Brady who's in Tampa and he's making jokes and he's throwing trophies and doing that whole thing? Because for me, I'm with you on Brady, but it's the whole package of Brady, not just the play of Tom Brady. Yeah, I kind of – the play crushes and breaks my heart. you, John? Uh, He's like, I'm totally yeah. out on that take, Ken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, like, that you was, lost That it. was trash. What are you talking about? <laughs> For me with Brady, it is the fact that it, like, there is uh, a personality like, totally yeah. under there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> how can you argue with him going to Tampa? <laughs> and it wasn't great. It, it was not there pretty. There were moments of, of – E, man, what is he doing? The NFC Getting Championship. His fourth down at the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when it mattered most, he performed, and he was great, and he's all-time great. And I can't even make a debate anymore about who the greatest quarterback of all time is because Brady's done it now with two different teams. But I also, it's amazing when you actually get to know an athlete, mm-hmm. uh, like the Buccaneers allow him to do, how much more you appreciate said athlete and what he walked into they didn't have to respect him but they did that guy commands respect no matter what you think about tom brady the guy he commands respect he did it in two different locker rooms it that's proved it and so i agree with john like tom brady's a great one a great one a guy who made a lot of people eat their words he really is and especially this this latter end the back end of tom brady's career you you, you hear max kellerman have to walk it back walk every it single back. year right yep. like there's no way he's gonna do it again there's no way he'll be competent enough at this age with that week of an arm and all it and then he just goes out there and wins the super bowl yep so. i think another name if you want to go to coaches like nick saban is there for oh, me. Oh, yeah. He's a guy who's made me eat my words. And, again, who's a player or a coach that made you eat your words? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. From a Dolphin standpoint, I mean, unforgivable. Still unforgivable that Drew Brees didn't end up a Dolphin. That's mm. on uh, Saban to an extent, though. He sort of weakly tried to distance himself from that. But Nick Saban, the coach, uh, and, and it's easy to just pile on the winner pile on the constant champion but Nick Saban is someone that I found to as he gets older and older be thoughtful someone who has obviously mastered the college game someone who also shockingly to me embraces the newest trends in college football that's why he went and hired Elaine Kiffin that's why he went and hired a Steve Sarkeesian he is adjusted to the game he's not hard-headed he allows himself to learn that's actually played more with me than the championships the fact that this guy he could say I'm not you know you're you're not going to tell me anything I'm the guy and he still allows himself to learn there's something to be said for that it's why they keep winning championship after championship after championship and it's why his damn quarterback who hasn't played a single hasn't started a single game is going to make seven figure money with name image and likeness <laughs> wild and and, and the, the the greatest thing i think about nick saban is that it, it just everything he does and everything around alabama just feels so unshakable yeah, it has this like aura of like, okay, you know what? No matter what these guys do, no matter what quarterback they it's roll like a out fortress. there, it, yeah, you're not shaking it. 
And there were times where I thought, oh, this might be the year that the Alabama dynasty. Remember the, the Clemson game? Yeah. The Clemson National Championship. Yep. We were like, oh, this might be the That's end. That's the one where he sent Lane Kiffin home early to go focus yeah. on coaching FAU. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was a great start for us at FAU. Right, oh right. And then, you know, and you roll it back to now, and it's like, nope, again, they're at the top of the recruiting classes. Mm-hmm. Again, like you said, their quarterback is going to be making seven figures, and they're most likely going to be in the National Championship yeah. conversation yeah. yet again. Uh, let's go to Jose in West Palm. Jose, you're on. Ken Levick alive. Hey, man. Yes, uh, how you doing? Good. Uh, the guy that made me eat my words was Reggie Miller. Okay, so tell the story. What did you? How did you you turn on Reggie Miller? Because me, as a Chicago guy, a Bulls guy, uh, I will I will never ever ever give uh, proper respect to Reggie Miller because I'm petty. <laughs> but what happened with Reggie Miller, Jose? I'm a New York Knicks fan. He beat us in a couple of seconds. Jose, still got you? I didn't think Early he was Jose much. As well. Jose, man, that's, a, that's an early exit, like yeah. like Reggie just Miller and some off. of those early playoffs. Yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to get a feel for that. So, yeah. so for Reggie Miller, uh, I mean, you, you obviously have to appreciate the guy. You don't have to like the guy, though. I mean, that's still the most annoying basketball player of, <laughs> of my lifetime. Uh, so uh, I think that it, with, with Reggie Miller – he he finally got Jordan out of the way, was able to maximize it, did mm-hmm. what, the, what he was able to do with the Knicks. You have to appreciate his, you know, what he was. Yeah. And he was he was cold-blooded. He was a necessary personality and villain in those 90s when things were like – because you, when you look at the 90s of the NBA, it was like, yo, like, again, it, it kind of could get a little boring for you if you get to the monotonous fact of if mm-hmm. Jordan is playing, Bulls are winning championships. Mm-hmm. Jordan is not playing. Maybe somebody has a chance. Reggie Miller gave us some flavor, some personality, somebody to root against. Yep. A la yeah. Trey Young on those yeah. this year, you know, yeah. so it's fun. Reggie Miller didn't really make me eat my words. He was more just like a pest. Yeah, because he never won it all. No. And, and even when they, you know, like, I like Reggie Miller. I'm a big Reggie Miller defender. Um, I know a lot of people like to say he's not even the best sibling in the family at <laughs> basketball and all of that. Shouts to Cheryl, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, would, I would like to know what uh, Jose had to say about that because at what point did Reggie Miller prove him wrong? Because he never, he never got I'd to the— I'd be willing to bet that Jose was a Knicks fan. Okay. That's probably where—if I oh, was some investigating, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably uh, what, what that ended up being. David okay. is in Jupiter. David, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, man. Hey, uh— the player for me was I Dwayne think, uh, Wade. We're I grew up issues back actually, there, so uh, we'll try and fix those. But we're still taking your calls. Who's a player that made you eat your words? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. We are going to check in with Coquel, who is in Charlotte at ACC Media Days. Apparently, he's already had uh, some weird, sketchy moments with North Carolina <laughs> quarterback Sam Howell. Apparently, he's making name, image, and likeness offers to different ACC players as well through the show. Not sure if that's legal. I'm sure we'll get a call from HR later. But Coquel, he's at Charlotte or in Charlotte for ACC Media Days. Uh, but we are at Greenway Kia, West mm. Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach Military Trail, just a half mile south of Palm Beach Airport. And this is where I got my Kia K5 GT. And in fact, right now, that same K5 is getting serviced here at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. And uh, so appreciate all the folks for having us out here. And hey, uh, shout out to Bud's Chicken and, and Seafood as well for coming out here and uh, feeding everybody at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Thank you to Bud's for uh, making this a big time day here at Greenway Kia. Uh, when we return, Deion Sanders, he has a demand to make. He's no longer Neon Deion. He's no longer 
prime time. He says he's coach. <laughs> we'll discuss it when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Deion Sanders going straight clown mode yesterday at SWAC Media Days, the Jackson State head football coach. We'll discuss him and his walk-off there at SWAC Media Days in just a moment. Ken Levick alive. Theo Dorsey hanging with me today until 1 o'clock. We're at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It is nice to be out in public again in Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, right in West Palm Military Trail, uh, just about a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. You won't miss it. They've got great deals. They've got great selection. And here's the thing. Uh, they are going to find you an automobile regardless of your credit situation. They have a credit clinic here at Greenway Kia. West Palm Beach. My guy George Seda and all the folks here, they are going to make sure that you're getting taken care of. I know what it's like to live with bad credit. That's been most of my adult life. I just (laughs) don't have good credit. And so you walk in here and you convey that. Don't be shy about it. Don't be shy about it because you want to make sure that you're getting taken care of because they want to put you in a car. In South Florida, you got to have a car. There's no public transportation, nothing that's, that's worth anything that's going to help you. You need a car, but you need something that's safe, something that's going to transport your family around, something with good gas mileage. There is something for everybody at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Bank representatives on site to help you out here at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Uh, this is a place that wants you to keep coming back Mm. not a one-off not up got my car i'm good they want you to tell your spouse about it want you to tell your extended family about it your son your daughter they keep you coming back your greenway kia west palm beach and full service for your automobile as well in fact my kia k5 gt that i love i adore i have a passion for getting serviced right now while we do the show Mm. greenway kia west palm beach greenway kia west palm beach.com check them out check out their selection here at greenway kia west palm beach uh we're going to talk with coquel again who's at acc media days in charlotte uh because he's got controversy brewing with north carolina quarterback sam howell uh, as well as uh, he, without checking with me, Coquel has decided that he is going to leverage this show in name, image, and likeness deals with random ACC football players, which I'm not sure I appreciate. I wish I would have gotten a heads up on that, but that's total Coquel, who's boorish and decides to go out there and just do his own thing. Uh, so we're going to check in with him. But speaking of boorish, Let's talk about prime time. Let's talk about your guy. Uh, my guy. Your guy. <laughs> your you guy, my guy. <laughs> Deion Sanders, uh, the head coach of Jackson State. So yesterday was SWAC Media Days. That's the conference that, that Jackson State is in. Southern's there. Alabama A&M mm-hmm. is in there. It's a good uh, FCS football conference. Shout out HBCU. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And uh, so Deion Sanders – was talking with someone from the Clarion Ledger, which is based out of Mississippi. And this is what took place yesterday when Deion Sanders was addressed as, well, Deion. Okay, let me, let me get Nick. Let me get Nick. Nick's a good guy. Nick's us? You're up. Hey, Deion. I was just wondering if you could. Oh, uh, hold on. Let's back up a little bit. You don't call Nick Saban Nick. Don't call me Deion now. Okay, I call Nick Saban, Nick. No, no, you don't. no, you don't. No, you don't. That's a lie. If you, if you call Nick Nick, you know you'll get cussed out on the spot. So don't do that to me. Treat me like Nick. Okay, Dion. Um, <laughs> All right. Just uh, 
And so Deion Sanders at that point stands up and walks out, and his day was done at SWAC Media Days because a reporter had the audacity to call him by his name. His name is Dion, not Coach. His name is Dion, and Dion took exception to that and wrapped it up. Basic question, and I live in a college football world. I have lived in an NFL world, okay? And this appears to be, there's a difference in opinion. There's a schism, if you will, between the thought on this. A coach, do you always have to address him as coach? Is it disrespectful to call a coach by his first name? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Because Dion clearly thinks that it is disrespectful, and he references Nick Saban. (laughs) That's laughable, too. Exactly. If you watched any of SEC Media Days today where Nick Saban was uh, front and center with media, there were five, count them, five different instances in which reporters addressed him as Nick. And again, we're talking about arguably the greatest college football coach of all time. And what did Nick Saban do? Answered the question. Right. Didn't call anybody out, say, my name's coach. So Dion's wrong about that. <laughs> People do call Nick Saban Nick, and they live to tell the tale. And Nick actually sticks around and doesn't walk out at the door pouting and crying about yeah. it. What a bad look on Deion Sanders' part. He, he's so totally full of himself right now. And, again, he has to remember, too, like you can't step up to the plate and compare yourself to, again, Arguably the greatest college football coach yeah, of all time. the audacity of that, yeah, first like, of all. Like, he could have at least named, like, Dan Mullins or, like, come on. <laughs> he's won, like, five games in his college football coaching career, yeah. and he's comparing this up. So, first and foremost, that was wrong on Dion's part, and he's totally full of himself. But also, I think he, he, he didn't have to walk out on the guy, right? But the reporter did double back and yeah. purposefully called him Dion again. And that's when he walked out. So it's a little bit of nuance to it. That was immature. I'm with you. That was immature, and uh, the reporter was called out and decided to go back at Dion. That was unnecessary. But the principle of the matter is that who is Dion Sanders to demand that someone calls him coach? Especially someone that you're not coaching, Dion. Like, that's my biggest thing, too. It's like, dude, you've done your whole career. Prime. I'm prime time. All the flash. Dion, Dion. Yep. Uh, it must be the money. Like, you made yourself this personable character. You've made yourself, you've opened up this personality to us. And for him to call you Dion and you take that as a sign of disrespect is almost like you getting too full of yourself. And you can tell he's too full of himself because he mentioned Nick Saban. Yep. yep. And, and literally totally lied about what would happen yeah. if you call Nick Saban like, Nick. He was, that's the thing. He wasn't even right about that. <laughs> His example right. was not even right. And, okay. So from a pure human standpoint, if someone asks me to call them by a certain name, okay, I'll do it. Like, that's fair. Yeah. Fine. Deion Sanders wants to be called coach. Okay, we'll call him coach. But I also want to know why Deion Sanders wants to be called <laughs> coach. And you make a, a good point about the flash and the prime time and must be the money and all this stuff. That, if you're demanding someone call you coach, that reeks of insecurity. Really, though? That reeks of fear. Like, you're Deion Sanders. You're a Hall of Famer. You did whatever you wanted. And it honestly feels like he's in over his head at Jackson State 
He's not quite sure how to conduct himself, how he wants to run that program, and when you start feeling like that, you start feeling insecure. That is the only word I can use to describe it. When you demand someone call you coach, someone that doesn't play for you, Mm. someone that isn't even associated with Jackson State, that's insecurity right there. It's a hu- it seems like an inferiority complex. It seems very insecure. And it also, on top of all of that, like it just is a bad look for him. And then the video he posted afterwards where he's like, he plays Walk It Out as he walks out of the press conference and has him dancing like in the locker room. Like he's a badass. Like, it wasn't even cool. It was no. so corny. And he's been corny. That's what I hate about it. Like you said, he's my guy. He's one of my favorite <laughs> football players of all time. And I'm a Miami Hurricanes fan. Still, one of my favorite football players of all time. I loved everything he did in college and in the pros. Ever since he started his broadcast career, and especially since he's became the coach of Jackson State, he's been insatiably corny and also just so full of himself. And also, like, you could be full of yourself when you're one of the greatest football mm-hmm. players of all time, but you're not that guy when it comes to coaching. Not yet. Yeah. Is it disrespectful to call a coach by his first name? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. You and your career, Theo, you have talked with countless coaches. Me would be in the, the voice of FAU football and basketball. I mean, I've just run the gamut of coaches. Yeah. I'm working with them closely, doing coaches shows every single week. Now, me, because I know there's going to be some pushback. Oh, well, Ken, I've heard you call Lane Kiffin or Willie Taggart or Charlie Partridge or Mike Jarvis coach. You call him coach. That's my choice to do that. But I'm also working alongside them. I'm affiliated with FAU. Not once has Mike Jarvis or Lane Kiffin or Willie Taggart said, hey, Ken, before we get going, make sure you call me coach. (laughs) That's never, ever, ever happened. Uh, Players, that's another thing. That's a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. But... Willie Taggart, Lane Kiffin, Deion Sanders, they're not my coach. Mm-hmm. They're not my coach. I work alongside them, but they're not my coach. I don't have to call them by, uh, th- by that title if they ask me. Okay, which, again, they haven't because right. I think that reeks of uh, something that's bubbling under the surface with said person. Um, but I, I don't understand where Deion Sanders, like, what does he think he's doing here? What message is he trying to send? That guy from the Clarion Ledger newspaper, he's not playing for you. He's mm. not your guy. You have a name. You have a name on your birth certificate. He called you by the name on your birth certificate. That should be good enough. That's just bad form. That's really embarrassing. Yeah, it's quite embarrassing, and it also, again, is taking the spotlight off of Jackson State and making it all about Deion Sanders, which he's done repeatedly. Yeah, and I think he wants it that way. Yeah, of course he wants it that way. And he's made—he's just made so many poor decisions. And I hate it for Jackson State. I hate it for HBCU football because we want to make this thing again about the athletes. We want to push them up. We want to give them a shot. He has brought in some good recruits there. I just hope that he can take the spotlight off of himself and he can be more at least responsible about the situation and just coach football and and, and make that into a winning program. Yeah. That's what we wanted him to go there and do. And also, uh, in case you were wondering, and this is not going to come as a shock to you, Deion Sanders really doesn't have any idea about the amount of players that have been vaccinated on his Jackson State roster. (laughs) I know that's probably shocking to a lot of you, but coach, coach, coach can't even have the wherewithal to check in and see how many of his players have been vaccinated. Uh, But don't worry. He did say this to Joe Goodman uh, of AL.com. 
When it comes to vaccine education, Sanders told his players to, quote, approach this vaccine the way they approach their sex lives. Mm. Joe Goodman goes on to write, I don't know what that means exactly, but it meant a great deal to Sanders because he ended our brief conversation by saying, quote, print that. Great. So he thinks he walked it off. <laughs> like, he thinks that, yep, that's profound. Yeah. Coach Coach Dion has made sure that he has sent his message to the players, but hasn't bothered to check in to see where the vaccination rates are. Every coach in America <sighs> so far to media day has been able to give a percentage, except for Dion. Yeah, that, it reeks of, you know, Emmanuel Acho has stepped into this role oh, very, very uh, prominently lately, saying something with – with prowess and saying it in a certain tone and then feeling like you really did something. Like a word salad. It's almost like, you know, the Nick Young shot where he, he heaves up the shot, he thinks he makes <laughs> it. Throws his hands in the turns air. Turns around, yeah. and it's like, ah. And he's about two feet <laughs> yeah. wide of the rim. I, I mean, it's just, it's a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 Deion Sanders, like, truly does need to to check himself a bit because this isn't, this isn't the Cowboys. This isn't Florida State. Like, you're a coach. You are being held accountable for your team, and when someone wants to call you by your first name, that's just how it is. Tony Sperano, when I called the Dolphins, called him Tony all the time. Not one singular time did he say, no, it's coach. And that's a guy who's at the top of the sport yeah. as an NFL coach. Lose me, Dion. Dion. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is it disrespectful to call a coach by their first name? Because I know there's some old schools that would probably say it's a sign of respect. No, 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 no. He's not my coach. Yeah. He's got a name. 888-760-3776. Hey, uh, coming up late week here, uh, the Olympics are about to get going. The best place to watch them, have yourself delicious craft beer and part of a great, great gastropub menu. Well, Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach, Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm. It is a craft brewery with a menu. You don't see that. I don't understand it. And they've decided, oh, yeah, it's common sense. This should happen. They do a great job there at Stormhouse Brewing. They've got all the flat screen TVs, the indoor and outdoor seating, a ton of rooms. You can go with a date. You can go with your dad. You can go with a group of people. They've got you covered at Stormhouse Brewing with their uh, delicious craft beer menu, that awesome gastropub menu. So you don't have to order out. You don't have to walk somewhere and bring the food back like you have to do with so many other craft breweries. You get the food right there. Mm. So go check out Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard, US 1 in the Crystal Cove Commons. That's Stormhouse Brewing. Go to stormhousebrewing.com. Check them out and go pop in. Elric is in West Palm. Elric, we'll give this a shot here. You're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Elric? Hey, bud. All good. And you guys? Yeah, we definitely have some uh, phone issues. We definitely do. So we'll see if, uh, if we can get that worked out. But uh, there is an old school and a new school, mm-hmm. I think, with this conversation about whether or not you address a coach as coach. Um, I think that uh, you and I are part of that new school. And what I would say, and you probably, uh, you're closer to this than I am, but any aspiring journalists, sports reporters, I know you're out there. I know you listen. If you think that you have to be calling a coach that you cover coach, trust me when I tell you you don't. Right. You absolutely don't. If they ask you to uh, call them by a certain name, okay. Yeah. But don't think that they hold some sort of superiority to you. They're not your superior. Your boss is your superior. That coach, you're covering them. You're holding them accountable. Yeah, and it's a difference. I know some people might bring up the, oh, well, you don't call the president uh, by his name. Well, that's Mr. President because he actually is your president. Mm-hmm. You're a citizen of the United States, right? Right. right. 
Uh, and it's also it's a much bigger title being yeah. you know the president or something. Nick, yeah, like Nick, <laughs> Nick Saban's not the governor of Alabama. Yeah. Some might think he should be or maybe is, but he's not. And he might be one day the way politics work in yeah, the South. That's a so great he, point. He might be. They, might not overall be a bad thing to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, 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 you you are under no obligation flat out. Period. Uh, we're scheduled to check in with Coquel. We'll see if that's actually going to happen because we are having some phone issues right. here. So we'll try and check in with him. If not, we do have some covert audio that's been sent our way of him trying to recruit a student athlete in name, image, and likeness <laughs> on behalf of Ken Levick Alive. Not sure this is legal. We'll play it next and see what HR does. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5 I'm, uh, and WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. We're at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. We're live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken Levicka Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken Levicka and Chris Coquel. Coquel is in Charlotte. He's at ACC Media Days, day number one. He's already busy. He's talking with players. He's representing ESPN West Palm in the Orange Bowl. Uh, I will be doing the same at Big Ten Media Days. I'm leaving for Indy later today, and I'll talk to you from Lucas Oil Stadium tomorrow. Uh, Who will I be speaking with? I don't know. I don't know. They can just parade people through. I'll talk to them. We'll, uh, we'll hang out. That's going to be our plan. But uh, we're going to be live here on Ken Levick Alive, but from Indianapolis starting tomorrow uh, here on ESPN 106.3. Good to hang out with Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He got the call today to come hang out at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach with me. And uh, I'm glad he's here. Because, and I'm glad he gets to see Greenway Kia West yeah. Palm Beach as well. Beautiful, beautiful here. I love it. Cars flying off the lots. we yep. got salespeople out here making deals. I, I love to see this, man. Uh, and uh, by the way, I uh, love to see when people get their MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic, FAU MBA Sport Management Program. That is the title sponsor of Ken Levick Alive. Been doing it for 22 years. My guy, Dr. Jim Reardon, he's got a big day coming up tomorrow because uh, Joanne McCalley, the longtime women's basketball coach at Duke, Michigan State, played in a national championship game, her Michigan State team in 2005, four-time ACC champion. She was at the top of the sport, all while battling bipolar disorder. She is going to be speaking to the FAU MBA Sport Management Program tomorrow night, 7 p.m., and that's what Dr. Jim Reardon does. He brings in the smartest in sports. He brings in those with the biggest stories and helps to guide you through that process so that you can be set up for a career in the sports industry once you get your MBA in sport management. He's been doing it for 22 years. He's internationally renowned for a reason. That's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. All right, Joe Rigotti uh, keeping things uh, under control uh, back in the studios in West Palm. Joe, let's see if we can get Coquel in here. We've been having some phone issues. Let's see if we can actually hear him. And part of me, Theo, hopes this doesn't work because (laughs) I really don't want to spend that much time with Coquel. Coquel, can, uh, can you hear us? I would prefer to be called me Coach Coquel. Oh, man. So, unfortunately, one, we can hear him. And, two, he's going to start like this where he wants us to call him Coach. Here's the thing. I know I said that I'll I'll call you what you want to be called, but I can't bring myself to call you Coach Coquel. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. Can't see it. Are you really going to do this, Coquel? Well, I'd like to be officially called Coach Coquel, especially now that I'm here at the Capital One Orange Bowl Media Tour presented by Duffy Sports Grill. 
Okay. All right. Good. Now that we've got the, that out of the way, what have you been doing? Who have you been talking to? Are you making this worth our while and the Orange Bulls' while? I mean, I've been trying to get coaching jobs. I talked to David Cutcliffe <laughs> of Duke. Oh, yeah. Mac Brown of North Carolina. Sam Howell, quarterback. Kenny Pickett, who could be the villain in any college football movie they want to make. He could be the bad guy quarterback. Uh, so how did it go with Sam Howell? Because he's a guy that is probably going to end up being the favorite, along with if he's healthy, De'Eric King uh, for ACC Player of the Year. Sam Howell's probably going to be a top-10 draft pick. How did that go for you? It was good for me. For him, it looked like he was going to fall asleep and throughout the entire interview. <laughs> really nice kid, though. Wait, so what was he doing? Was he just, like, staring at you, expressionless? Like, what, what, what happened with Sam Howell? I think, you know, after a while, these poor kids have been asked the same question about name, image, and likeness and vaccines and off-seasons that they, uh, they kind of just go into robot mode, and his robot mode was very evident, and the eyes were feeling pretty heavy. And I, and I say this respectfully, though, because he was very nice, very polite, but he looked like he wanted to go to sleep while I was talking. Why don't you ask him anything interesting? Because I'm me, and I don't have you with me to think of interesting questions. Why didn't you send me any when I gave you the list? Let, let, let me ask you, what's your go-to question been so far? Like, what's the one that you've kept going back to? Oh, this, this year we've had so far, it's been really hard. But let's not talk about personal. Let's Did you hear me? I think we finally lost him. I think, thank Did God, he fall asleep? Lost the, yeah, I know. Did he just doze off? Yeah. I think we finally lost the, uh, <laughs> the, the phone connection. I was hoping that would happen. Um, what, we, what he did do, what Coquel did do, is uh, we have acquired audio of him. So, if Joe, we could get this ready. We have acquired audio of Coquel for some reason. And, again, did not ask me about this, Theo. Did not contact me about this. Did not get my permission. This show has my name on it. There's a stake that I hold in this. Mm. He has decided on behalf of this show that he's going to offer name, image, and likeness deals to some of these ACC players that he's talking to. Uh, Joe, if we could hear that, please. Name, image, and likeness. That's, I'm sure you've been asked about that 37 <laughs> times today. How has that process been going for you? And just as, as a team, how has it been going discussing it with everybody? Uh, process has been going well. You know, I haven't really signed anything yet. You know, just trying to focus on the, the main goal, which is football. Yes, I was going to hit you up and make you represent Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel, and but we can only pay you in Duffy's gift cards. Does that work out? <laughs> Man, we can have a conversation <laughs> about that. <laughs> mm. What a dummy. I mean, are you serious? <laughs> so not only is he going to just throw the name of the show out there, name, image, and likeness, but he's also going to not even offer cash. He's going to offer gift cards as well. Hey. Those things work like cash when you're at Duffy's. Look, I, those mozzarella sticks. <laughs> and when you're a college student, I suppose. But, Coquel, you've got to clear this with me. There's a process. We mm. can't just throw ourselves in a name, image, and likeness. So for more content like that from ACC Media Days in Charlotte, Coquel is going to uh, have all of his work Friday on uh, High School Hysteria from ACC Media Days right here on ESPN 106.3. Ken Levick alive. Theo Dorsey hanging out from WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Hey, EDS Air Conditioning, it is hot out. It is gross out. In fact, Theo and I were talking about it before the show. It's just gnarly right now. The air is heavy. If your AC goes out, you're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. You need an air conditioning plan. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. Uh, that means they're using the best equipment. They are keeping you uh, in the. Uh, they are keeping you right now in uh, the 
the, the right spot. They're going to make it long-term, that fix. That's EDS Air Conditioning, edsairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. Hey, by the way, the sports card market is exploding. Come see for yourself this Sunday, PBKC Sports Card Show, all day from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. on the second floor, the legendary Palm Beach Kennel Club, over 60 vendor tables, and it's featuring signed icon to buy, sell, and trade your cars. Enjoy great food, a full bar, door prizes, and ESPN 106.3 broadcasting live with Coquel and J-Mart. They'll be there on Sunday. Best of all, admission is free. The PBKC Sports Card Show, South Florida's premier sports card and memorabilia show. This Sunday, more info at pbkennelclub.com. When we return, we're going to talk to our friend George Seda here from Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, who just happens to be a massive Heat fan. And we're going to discuss, now that the Bucks have won a title, and you've got the Nets there, you've got the 76ers, where do the Heat come to play in this whole thing? I'm a little worried. I think George is probably a little worried, too. We're at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. He's Theo Dorsey. I'm Ken Levicka. We're live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. Wednesday edition of Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. And it's good to be out of the studio and it's good to be at Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. You hear me talk about them all the time here on Ken Levick Alive, and there's good reason for it. I adore my experience at Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, and I adore my Kia K5 GT and the man who actually test drove that car with me and got me set up is George Seda, and he joins us here on ESPN 106.3. Again, Ken Levick, Theo Dorsey from WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. George, good to see you, man. How you been? Wonderful, my friend. Thank you very much Kenneth Theodore thank you ESPN 106.3 thank you thank you for having us here in our house 735 South Military Trail your house obviously because of course you are yep. part of our family Kia uh, and I appreciate that and uh, so before before we talk cars here for a second I want to ask you about the heat because one of the Theo one of the conversations we had during the uh, the test drive that I, I was doing with the K5 like George was talking about the heat like oh I went down and it was weird because it was socially distanced but big heat fan and now like we sit here now George and the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA <laughs> champions I'm still I still am having a hard time comprehending this but you've got the heat who got bounced uh, swept out by the Bucks. Uh, you've got the Sixers. You've got the Hawks now who are on the come up. You've got the Nets. Like, where do the Heat fall into the Eastern Conference now? Well, amazing. You know, uh, you would have compared that with our previous season. Mm-hmm. You know, we went all the way, you know, to the big finals. Yep. Uh, what happened? Uh, either injuries, I would say. Yeah, I would uh, agree. Number two, of course, uh, the other teams, too. I mean, look what Milwaukee did. Yeah. Uh, look what Phoenix did, of course. And I think all that, you know, put our Miami kids a little bit, you know, where they end at the end on, on, on the regular season. But very happy for the Bucks. What a game yesterday. I was yeah. with my son, Tony, and my son, Ethan, watching the game all the way to the end. My son, uh, Tony especially, I mean, my God, he's a very big basketball uh, fan. He loves, uh, of course, Giannis. I mean, he was so happy. He was <laughs> through the whole game for him. Well, great. I think everybody put their heart. I think their heart from the 
Milwaukee, it was a little bit bigger than Phoenix watching the game because you could see it. They really won it. Yeah. They won that trophy for the city of Milwaukee. And, of course, congratulations to the city of Milwaukee for this great championship. George Seda, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach here for a couple of minutes. Again, Theo Dorsey, Ken Levick, here with you on ESPN 106.3. Ken Levick alive. Uh, I know you're a big soccer guy as well. We actually, you'd be proud of this uh, if you didn't catch it. Last week, we opened a show talking about Lionel Messi, talking about uh, him re-signing with Barcelona. If he makes Barcelona or Barcelona makes Messi, that's how big a player Messi is. I know you were paying a lot of attention to Copa America. He finally gets a trophy. That's significant stuff. Oh, great. I mean, I'm telling you, the whole Copa America was great. And I think it will deserve it for uh, Lionel Messi. I mean, so many years he got almost every single award in Europe as a player and playing for another team's, but never for his country, mm-hmm. for Argentina. And I think that was a great tribute for a great guy. I mean, I really, I mean, great player. And I think going back to the last game against Brazil, if he would make that goal, I was watching it with my brother. And then if he would have made that goal, that would have been just a spectacular. But, of course, he slipped a little bit, and at the end they won. But it was a a great game. Well, of course, for Lionel Messi. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, They were talking also that maybe sometime Lionel Messi may come here to Inter-Miami. Maybe. Maybe. That would be a nice place for him to walk off. He's actually in South Florida right now. He's been staying at the uh, Hard Rock Hotel, the guitar, down in uh, in Broward County Mm. over the last couple of days. So he's on vacation now. Wow. That's that's nice. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, some of the people from here from Miami talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Persuading to come yeah. to a beautiful Getting his ear. Exactly. <laughs> Would you imagine that? Oh, my God. God knows Inter-Miami needs it. They have absolutely no ability on the attack right now. Um, uh, I, I want to ask you, uh, I might as well talk to the source, the man here at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, because I convey the message all the time. Like, this is awesome. Like, this is family. You are trying to get people to keep coming back, their family members to come back. This isn't a, hey, thanks for buying the car, bye. Uh, I am constantly getting check-ins from people here, like, how's everything going? Do you need service? Is everything fine? Like, that's a true family thing. Uh, where does that come from? How how are you able to establish all that here at Greenway Kia? Uh, tell you the truth, uh, everything started, you know, from the head. You met, of course, Mr. Mike Wangle, our general mm-hmm. manager and partner, of course, of this beautiful establishment. Everything started from there, you know, and then everybody uh, from uh, management, sales management, finance, our service department, uh, our parts department, we're trying to establish that part, the, the family oriented, you know, calling the customers, reminding them about, of course, services. If you want to trade your car, of course, you know, that's part of it. And uh, it was working. I think that the, the main goal I believe in any business is customer service. Mm-hmm. I worked here for 21 years, the same place for Greenway Kia, 21 years. And I think uh, always our motto was that customer service. Yeah. And results, we see in it. I mean, I thank God, and I was, taking, I was talking, of course, to Tina just a minute ago um, from you guys, from ESPN. Uh, and I will say that uh, thank you to you guys. Uh, thank you to ESPN. Uh, thank you for all media that are helping us to be where we are. Uh, that's a true statement. A lot of places sometimes they do not believe in that. We are hard believers because we see in it. And without you guys, our business will not be as successful as it is. Mm. And I have no shame to say it, but 2020, and you know that, uh, yeah. I, I shared that with you, yeah. was our best year on sales on the last 15 years. Mm. And you wouldn't it, think that. Who would say that? Yeah. But of course, you have to believe. Mm-hmm. And in this case, we believe... Yeah, and and we appreciate that, and it is our honor to be partnered up with you. And and just real quick, I I mean, any walk of life, you need a car. It doesn't matter if you've got some cash or if you're really struggling. And something I talk about a lot is the credit clinic. That means a lot to me because I've been there. 
I know how that is, where there's doubt. Like, am I going to be able to afford this? And you need a car. And here, you guys are, are jumping through hoops to make sure that even if you have the worst of the worst credit, someone's getting in a car. That's one of the main things that we've been doing here, I think, since I remember in, in here in Greenway, West Palm Beach, Kia. We try. You know, and we try hard. Most places that I know, I mean, no, they're just waiting for a certain type of clientele. Mm-hmm. We don't. I mean, everybody's welcome here, and then believe me, we'll work it. And if, if, if a lender, because we are not a bank, we right. work with about 37 lenders, say no, we're going back and back and back. Whatever we had to do, uh, maybe adjust the pricing of the car, uh, maybe change into vehicle. That effort's going to be there. You're going to have their back. That mm. is correct. And then after they done, believe me, that's not the whole process. Then we continue with it. Yeah. Now they are part of the family of Greenway, West Palm Beach, Kia. And, and you know, part of the service, like for example, you are right now. Yeah. They're servicing your car, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, that is part of it. And, and, and that that's the beauty of this. And then, you know, they refer us people. And like they always say, you know, the best referral, the best referral is a happy customer. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Like, like yeah, you. absolutely. Right. That's why I keep talking about it all the time. Uh, George, honestly, thank you for having us out here. Really appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to, uh, to bopping out here again, okay? My pleasure. One more time. Thank you. Thank you for your help. Yep. Theo, thank you for your help. Thank you. And for all the family ESPN right here, 735 South Militari Trail, uh, you got uh, not only a dealership, but a, a home uh, for all of you. This is a family, and we'll be more than happy to help you. Awesome. You can't miss him again about a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport here on Military Trail, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach. Thank you to George Seda. Thank you, Theo Dorsey, my man. Appreciate it. We'll see you uh, over the uh, tonight. Are we going to see you tonight? We will see me Friday night. Friday that's, night. That's my next on-air date. WPTV uh, News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. You'll see Theo on mm. Friday. If you missed any part of today's show, Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, make sure to subscribe to it. I will talk to you tomorrow from Indianapolis at Big Ten Media Days. It's been Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Bye.